Hello everybody, my name is Caleb Ellison and welcome back to once again another episode of Observational Banter. Observational Banter is all about me. I get to talk about what I've been going through lately, what am I looking forward to in the near future, and all fun things such like that. The date of this recording is August 27th, 2023, and it's currently 10.38 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got all that out of the way. I had a really, really busy week this week. Something happening every single day. So, we're going to get the week started as we would with any other week. We're going to get it all kicked off with Monday, and Monday was probably the least busiest of all the days. The only thing I had going on was Ignite Training, which we'll talk about what Ignite is later on here in the episode. But Ignite Training was really quick. It was only from like 9 a.m. to 1. So, sucks I had to wake up early, but I mean, at least it was just a short portion of the day. Afterwards, went to the gym, hit some legs. You already know the drill. Pretty fun stuff, not gonna lie to you. Uh, then we're moving on to Tuesday. So Tuesday for me was day one of international orientation. I know, I've been working on orientations all summer, but all those orientation sessions in the past have been for domestic students. Now this week was dedicated solely to international students, at least these two days I'm about to talk about. So on Tuesday, I did have a group I was leading during that orientation session, and you know, it could have gone better. Like, I get it. It's, you know, it's a bunch of, you know, hundreds, hundreds of students all arriving at roughly the same time period. They don't know really where anything on campus is. There's language barriers, everything like that. So, you know, we had some people where you were supposed to check in for orientation at 830, didn't show up until like 10, and vice versa, where, hey, the next check-in station is at, you know, 1030, and then they didn't show up until like 12.30 or 1. And you know, like stuff happens. You know, it is what it is. My group, for what happened and what it was worth, I'll take it. Uh, there was a pretty interesting moment. So for lunch, because we had such a large group of people in our group, instead of doing lunch at like the Chick-fil-A or the um, Kilcali Center, like their dining set, we went up to the dining hall, which is like, you know, the big cafeteria. But just so happened that when it was my group's time slot to be up there, the marching band was also up there because they've been up there for practice and whatever else. And so, in I, you know, I have people, I have friends in the band. And so each practice day of band camp or band week, whatever you want to call it, each day had a theme. And the day Tuesday was uh, character day. And so now I'm thinking like, hmm, I wonder, you know, do international students, are they going to think now that Americans just always dress up like this? And it's just, hey, you know, any any random old Tuesday, we're dressing up like Wario. I don't know. Interesting to think about. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Tuesday, workday, it was okay. Like, it wasn't my favorite workday I've ever had. But it could have been a lot worse considering all the circumstances. So I'll take it for what it was. And then Tuesday night, I did get to uh, leave work earlier than I usually do. Which means I got to do some wrestling practice Tuesday night. And it was actually a really good practice too. It was, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, my first ever three-way at a three-way practice match. Shout out Shelby Wilder and K Arcadia. It was a really good match. You know, we really, like the three of us are really really have really big characters and really big gimmicks with it and so having such a strong character driven match and three-way like we had it was like just what we needed and exactly what we needed to do and i'm really proud of how it came out obviously you know not a seven-star classic 
but for what it was and like kind of how quickly we were able to put things together, I'm really proud of the work we did for sure. That's pretty much it on Tuesday. Wednesday was once again international orientation, but my wish was finally fulfilled on the last orientation session. I did not have a team. I did not work in the registration lab. I was a runner for Wednesday. What a big sigh of relief there. You know, finally again, just like a nice day. Um, it wasn't completely, you know, uh, nothing and boring though. Because it, see, what was nice about being a runner from, well, not from personal experience, but what I've heard from others is back in like May and June when we had the whole staff available and we'd have four runners by, you know, like 1130 or 12, you're pretty much done for the day. So you have three, three and a half hours to do nothing. So, I mean, it, you know, would have been nice to do that, but nope, we had to move boxes and move one box from one building to another building and then another building after that. Lots of walking around, but you know what? I'd rather be doing all that than having a team for one more time. So I'll take it, you know? Wednesday was a pretty good day at work, and especially after work on Wednesday. So yeah, you know, think about it. One of my coworkers, just saying, you know, maybe, maybe the one. Didn't think she was the one, but she's really pushed herself into that number one position. Uh, so you know, Wednesday afternoon, like after work, it starts raining, and I'm like, oh man, it's raining. I have to walk all the way to my apartment. If only there was someone who was on their way to their car right now who could, you know, drive around the block and take me home. If only. And she, you know, rolled her eyes and she was like, do you want me to give you a ride home? And I was like, ah, you know, that's up to you. I don't want to, you know, make you go out of your way or anything. But I mean, and she, you know, she's like, yeah, sure, fine. So yeah, she drove me home Wednesday night. I know, pretty exciting. And uh, I think that was about it. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just went straight to sleep afterwards. So nothing too crazy there. Now we're moving on to Thursday. Thursday was Ignite. Oh my gosh, what a big day. So I know I talked about it. So what Ignite is, is pretty much like the big, hey, welcome back to YSU or welcome to YSU, because it's, like, targeted towards first-year students. So it's, you know, the big welcome to YSU. The whole incoming uh, freshman class is there. Any transfer students who came, they're all there. You know, it's a really big day. It's really exciting. Like, it's just meant to be a fun day, get to know people, get to know the campus, everything like that. And so because there is so many people, there's orientation leaders, there's peer leaders, and there's volunteers called the Ignite Ambassadors. They're all there, tons of people helping out to make sure this works smoothly. And so with all the people, they're each separated into different color teams. You know, there's a red team, blue team, yada, yada. I was on the green team. And so I'm greened out of my mind. I got a cape, I got face paint, I'm wearing green wrist tape, I have like green leggings, I'm wearing under my shorts. I'm super hard for this green team. Um, and so we're walking around in the morning to like set stuff up in the basketball court. And this girl who was a leader on the pink team, she's messing with me. She was, she's like, hey, are you on green team? I can't tell. And so I'm trying to mess back with her. This is, by the way, for context, this is a different girl than the one that drove me home Wednesday night. So anyway, so I'm like, oh, you know, I sure hope I'm green team. I'm colorblind. So I just kind of put on some colors. I hope they all match. And she, like, actually was taken aback by it. She was like, really? You're colorblind? And I was like, ah, oh, you know, a little. 
and so she grabs my cape. You know what they say about tugging on Superman's cape. She grabs my cape, and she, like, holds it out, and she's like, so you're telling me you can't see this? And then I had, you know, one of two choices here. I could either, like, play along with it and be like, oh, you know, it's not there. It's crazy. Or, you know, I mean, this girl's cute. I'm trying to riz. She's trying to be the one. And so I'm like, oh, you know, like, nah, man, I don't know what my cape is, but I can see how red your nails are. And they were. They were very nice looking nails. Looked like they were freshly painted. And then, you know, she kind of like chuckled at that. And then I escalated it, looked up at her eyes. And I was like, I can also tell how blue your eyes are. And she lost it. She folded. She was like chuckling and she was blushing and having her hand over her mouth. So I think I really, you know, sealed the deal with that one. So we'll see how that one cooks. It's sizzling on the grill right now. We don't know how it's going to turn out, but I've got a good feeling about it. Uh, But yeah, for the rest of Ignite, it was just a really fun day. You know, it wasn't like I was assigned to a group of students for the whole day. I was at one point just to get them from kind of like point A to point B type thing. But it was just a really big free open day for everybody, which was really nice. I did though, so I mentioned it, you know, I have my cape. And so I was walking a group of students back for the end of the day because like at the end of it, they take a big class of 2027 picture, looks cool, whatever. So I was walking over a group of students and one of the guys was like, hey man, how much for your cape? And I told him, I was like, well, actually, someone this morning asked for my cape, too. So you've got some competition over there. And he was like, I got $10 on me. And I was like, really? And he said, yeah. And I said, all right, sure. So, yeah, you know, I'll take $10 considering the cape was $7. Uh, you know, I'll take the $3 profit that covered the cost of the face paint. We're good. We're set. Um, so, yeah, you know, $10 is $10. That was pretty much it. Like, Thursday night after that, I was just wiped out, went straight to bed, no doubt about it. Now it's time for Friday, and Friday was a pretty laid-back day. It was Class Fine Tours Day. So pretty much, if a student wanted to, they could come up to the Cove, show us their class schedule, and we would take them directly to the classroom that each class is in. You know, really easy day, nothing too crazy about it. And so... I don't really have anything, you know, specific that happened. I was just, I gave five tours, I know, which is actually a lot less compared to years past, so I'll take it. I think it's because we also had a lot of people there as well. Uh, but yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, the girl, my coworker from Wednesday, was also there on Friday, and so we're all dismissed, and I'm like, oh man, I gave five tours today, and now I have to walk all the way home? Golly, my legs, you know, they're killing me. And she immediately, you know, was just like, fine, I'll give you a ride. And in that time period, though, like, because before, on Wednesday, like, my apartment building is right next to a parking garage. So she just drove me pretty much out the garage, down a hill when I was at my door. But now we're coming from the football stadium. So now you got to go out of that parking lot, down another hill, make a right onto a street, and then make a left. Like, that's a lot of steps there. You know, that's at least, you know, four minutes or so. So... I had a chance, and I took it. I was like, hey, mind if I play a song? And she was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And so you already know, had to do it for my PVD boys. I played a random exercise in impermanence, which is, you know, the one that goes like... So I know there was a lot of different plays I could have made there in that situation, and I definitely think I made the right one. 
But after I got home on Friday, I was pretty much it for the rest of my night because I had to get ready for Saturday because Saturday was WrestleRager 7. I know, what a big day. Uh, so yeah, I had my first Rager last year just as a student, but now this year, I mean, it was a pretty big deal because I was going to be in charge of it. It was not live, not live streamed on Fight, so if you could not make it, you will have to wait for it to go up on demand on Fight TV, but I was in charge of making sure that everything for the pre-tape went well, and yeah, from what I could tell, everything was good. I mean, it was a really good show, top to bottom, like matches were really good, one after another. I was pretty much on hard cam just the whole show, just to make sure like my stuff was okay, commentary went well, music went well, and then shout out uh, C.W. White, Cody White, whatever <laughs> nickname he's going to get, he helped out, and then AIW student Jeff Steele, he's my guy, also helping out on the floor, which is really big, because I know uh, lately, you know, you got Zay Garcia, Shelby Wilder, they've helped me out a lot too, but they're going to be working soon, so I really need some people help to help me out with all this stuff. So anybody who wants to step up, if you're a student listening to this and want to help me out, it is more than appreciated. I will be more than happy to teach you how to use a camera any time of the day. Uh, but yeah, but it's like I said, just a really good show overall. I really enjoyed it. Um, it is going to be a little hard because, you know, it's Rager. It's outside. You know, the weather was nice. It wasn't, it was a little hot, but not too hot. It wasn't cold. Everyone was having a good time, if you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah, it's just going to be a little hard to explain this week when I ha do have to return my camera stuff uh, temporarily. That it smells like, you know, cigarettes and alcohol and blood and whatever else. But like, uh, Dan understands. He knows my situation. Uh, but yeah, I'm really trying to think of what else to say for Rager. Obviously, I don't want to spoil too much of the show. Wait for the on-demand to go up on Fight. But yeah, just a really good time. Um, that's all I have to say about that, honestly. It was just really fun. It was just a really good time. It was good to see everybody there. Uh, everybody was just, like, super nice, super laid back. Like, it, everyone, you could tell everyone was really having a good time. And I think that's a big part of putting on a good show is being in good spirits and everything like that. And yeah, that was pretty much it. After the show was over, made that drive back home, went pretty much straight to bed because Sunday was Oldie Wrestling, the 10th Wrestling Extravaganza, 10th Annual, so really big milestone for them, and I'm really fortunate I was able to be a part of the team, so I had to get up, so let me take you through my uh, through my time schedule here, so I woke up Saturday morning after, you know, my full week of orientations at Ignite and everything, woke up Saturday morning, actually had a pretty decent time, like around 9 or so, I gave myself some time to get ready, all that. I uh, didn't get back home from Rager until, like, a little before 11, I want to say. Is that right? I don't know. Time's a lost concept on me. Uh, went to sleep a little after 12.30. What? No, because why would I wait an hour and a half? I went straight to bed. I don't know, man. Uh, anyway, woke up <laughs> Sunday morning today uh, a little after 6.30. Got ready, got everything going, left the door around 7.45 or so, got to OSI at 9, loaded up the ring, went over to Norwalk right after that, got there around 11 or so, 
set up the ring, got familiar with the camera, because that's what I was going to be doing in addition to all my ring crew duties. My role for the show was ringside camera operator. So you know what? It was all cool. Got to do camera for another promotion, cross that off the list, and I got to camera operate the first ever ladder match. If you know, you know. So yeah, really cool. Like I've never videographed a ladder match before, so really glad I got to do that. Thank you to everyone at Oldie who made that possible. I really do appreciate it. Um, and then even after the show, you know, Derek Dillinger invited me to dinner. Go over over to that, you know, Casa Fiesta. Pretty good stuff over there. Uh, but yeah, shout out to everyone who did show up to the oldie crew. Y'all worked really well, especially after the show, loading everything back into the van. We did that in a really quick time, considering the crew. Uh, Tony Swirl, shout out to him for helping out as well. But yeah, really good crew. Just really good stuff today. Today was a really fun day, you know? Really laid back, really stress-free. You know, and there may have been something called all-in going on. But yeah, how about really trying to think of a good dig here uh give me a second to think about it because that's pretty much all i did today was oldie uh what wasn't fun was like the two hour drive home from the norwalk sandusky area back home but it's okay got home not too long ago about an hour ago or so uh once this all wraps up i'm gonna take a shower head straight to bed and get ready to wake up at seven or so tomorrow for my first day of school. Crazy. Anyway, let me think of a good insult regarding All In. We're going to get into the voicemails right after that. Please don't go anywhere. All In? More like, if you want to leave a message at the Observational Voicemail line, you can do so and call in at 330-333-2005. Please play my theme song. Alright, so going into the voicemails this week, you know, for such a busy week that I had, I guess everyone else was busy too, because I only got one voicemail in the inbox today, but it's a really good one, as it always is, it's from the other JB. Hey there, Observational Bander, it's the other JB here. Yo. Um, forgot to stop off and say hi at WrestleRager, saw ya, um, it was a fun time. Um, as always, so looking forward to the playback whenever it comes through. So, um, this weekend was also all in, in London, you know, fun show. Oh, that one. That one today. And that got me thinking about international travel. So if there is a, where is somewhere that you would like to travel to? Uh, yeah, just let me know. All right. Thanks for calling in. I feel like travel's been discussed here on the channel before. Uh, the channel, the podcast, the show, the program, all of it. Uh, but when it comes to international travel specifically, I've only left the United States once, and that was the end of 2019. I went to Canada. That was pretty cool, pretty fun time. Uh, but outside of that, I really want to travel to, I think Korea would be really fun. I know they had the Winter Olympics there in 2018, and that was like one of my favorite Olympics ever. That one was a really good one. And also, Korean baseball is really big over there and, like, a really big deal and a big scene. And it's, like, I know the product's really different compared to Major League Baseball. So it'd be really cool to experience that environment. Um, When I was a kid, I took Taekwondo, which is a Korean martial art. So maybe I can, you know, see some demonstrations there, too. You never know. Uh, Yeah, outside of that, obviously, like, you know, Europe would be fun somewhere, like... 
South America, I know uh, Brazil and Rio, like, they have a big sports community, so it'd be cool to see how all that is. Uh, going to Mexico, seeing, like, the Lucha Libre environment, I think that would be really cool as well. Uh, but yeah, but definitely for, like, dream vacation destination spot, I think Korea would be really fun. South Korea. The north one, maybe not so much. Uh, but it would be nice to be on a really tight schedule, wouldn't it? Anyway, that's all I've got for the observational voicemails this week. If you'd like to leave a message, you could do so by calling 330-333-2005. I'd like to thank bensound.com for letting me use their music in the intro. In the outro for this week, um, I'm surprised I didn't use this band week one. They're my favorite band of all time. Uh, this song was featured in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, and with me starting school this week, I mean... The first word of the song is literally education, so how could it not be educational? But the band is System of a Down, the song is Shimmy, and I'll see you next time on Observational Banter. Education from the kitchen and you are go! Education, education, now you're a go! Education from the kitchen and you are go! Doctrination of our nation, doctrination of our nation, subjugation.